Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Okay. Sissoko finally waited. Ericsson low. Great ball into the middle. What a save by Heaton. Tonight's Davison Sanchez. Lucas Moura. And belted into the net. Brilliant goal. On debut, Tungay Ondombele has scored the equaliser for Spurs. Lucas Moura clips it. Oh, great goal! Stephen Bergwijn has arrived in North London! That is absolutely incredible on debut! Oh, yay! What a finish for 3-2 from Serge Aurier! First hand here to Son. Kane, good area for Spurs. And Kane's not afraid to shoot. Wow, what a goal, Harry Kane. That is exceptional. Try and place it. Wonderfully taken by Eric Lamella. Never afraid to take on a shot, and with good reason. Terry in the Burnley back line, and Son breaks forward. Oh, wow, what a run. Yemin Son from inside his own half has scored one of the best goals of his Yo, 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 will it do, will it do, will it do? As you know, uh, here we are, another week, another NSO pod, uh, with news coming in faster than uh, Eric Dyer tracking a third man run. You know we had to go live um, and get the crowd involved as well. Uh, from the jump, let me just uh, put this out there. We are going, you're going to hear honesty in every opinion, um, but you know, then again, you already know that, otherwise you wouldn't be tuning in. Uh, one caveat, though, before I introduce the cast, uh, now, there could be an announcement or two, maybe, uh, over the course of us um, recording this. So, um, a little caveat, you know, excuse us if any of the info is outdated by the time you're tuning in. Um, I'm sure of everything going on, this won't be necessarily the last word on our club. So, we, I'm going to introduce the cast, okay? Uh, first, all the way from Brighton, where apparently they've just installed internet. Um, Owen, how you doing? Right, I better not lag when I speak now. Um, yeah, how's it going? <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> right. Short and sweet. <laughs> Short and sweet. You don't want to take the risks. <laughs> I couldn't actually remember if you asked me who I was on. But yeah. Uh. <laughs> oh, good. Okay. Good out here in the countryside. It's all... It's all lovely here. All good, all good. Um, yeah, how how we doing, Baba? Hey, I'm good, man. I'm not talking about certain personnel. You man do that today, innit? I ain't got time for it. <laughs> as ever, as ever. Um, Sai, good to see you back on, brother. Yeah, man. Uh, what's it good? I've come come back from Bikini Bottom, and I don't have any sidekicks with me today. No starfish or none of that. So it's good to be back with the brothers. That's good, that's good, that's good. Um, Ohio, how you doing? Looking very relaxed there, brother. Yeah, I'm chilling, man. I, f- I feel like the opposite of most of Spurs Twitter right now. Like, I saw the Ornstein notification, and I'm just like, 
bro, I, I can't lie. I'm at a point I don't care. I'm quite relaxed. Do you know what I'm saying? So that that's the aura I'm going for right now. You know what I'm saying? I've got my the filter, yeah. I'm on that. Got my H2O on deck. Got my filter going. You know what I mean? Ohio Pendergrass. You know yeah. Come on. Pink bottle to make the girls wink, I bet. Right? Listen, man. Listen, man. I'm just trying to hydrate, man. You know what I mean? Boy, the brand never stops. Um, and obviously, we've got um, our very own Toby uh, in the building, uh, NSO Goldberg. Um, you recorded already today doing doubling up. Um, how you feeling, brother? Um, sad, but it's life. It's life. Got it's crying. It's crying. Got to roll the punches, brother. It's, it's. I mean, no one, no one can pretend they're surprised. So, yeah, let's go. Yeah. Your eyes are red, fam. Nah, my if my eyes are red, it's because of tiredness, bro. It's not because of sadness. No, no, no. Listen, let's just get into the pub, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Here we are, here we are. So um, earlier today, uh, today being Thursday, the 10th of August, um, Ornstein uh, put a cat amongst the pigeons um, in the sense that he mentioned that Harry Kane, a bid had been accepted um, seemingly overnight uh, by Daniel Levy from, from Bayern Munich, um, who are the last suitors in this last dance. Um, and it would appear that it's now all on Harry Kane to make a decision. Uh, whether he stays at Spurs, even if it is just for one more year, um, or if he is about to bounce two or three days before the beginning of the season. So we're going to just quickly round up through our reaction um, and thoughts on it. Yao's already banned himself from speaking, but I'm going to go straight to Sai, aka Kevin Nash, uh, to hear his thoughts on the breaking news. My my, my favourite part was the footnote at the bottom of the announcement stating that uh, it was Harry Kane's decision to make, which is uh, probably the most toxic thing I've ever seen Daniel Levy do. Uh, But I really do appreciate it because let's see if he's, he's about the action. Cause as far as I'm concerned, I I don't, I don't really feel like there's enough time for this deal to get done at this moment in time. Um, I'm not sure that we've, three days before the season starts or two days before it starts, that Harry Kane's going to uproot his whole family to go to Germany. I don't see it happening. And genuinely, I, I just feel like this is this is like a, all right, see what life is like without me, babes, uh, type of bluff from Daniel Levy. So, yeah, I, I still, I'll believe it when I see it. And that's that's pretty much it. Yeah, yeah, I, I hear that. Um, just for context, so his wife is, what, eight and a half months pregnant? Um, she can literally drop in on it now. Um, his five-year-old is about to enter school in a couple of weeks. Um, obviously, would have been enrolled for a British school, <clears throat> unless he was thinking ahead. Um, so, there's a, like I said, the uprooting. Um, it is very close to the season. He's always maintained that he wasn't going to to um, disrupt us um, our preparations this close to the season. So, Owen, what, what do you think? What was your reaction? Were you chilled out like a higher or or, or were you a bit startled by this? Um, no, pleasantly surprised in a way. Like I, overall, I'm pretty numb to it by now, as I'm sure most Spurs fans are. Um, but in a way, I was like, I was relieved there was a bit more clarity to it. Like I, I knew that last offer of what it was 
something like 95 million pounds um including us was was actually a good offer um i thought it was what Bayern offered before when it was this kind of deadline slash last offer take it or leave it type thing um yeah i think um i think levy's played a blinder to be honest leveraging um Bayern's entitlement to kane and then obviously putting the onus on Kane to make this decision. Like, uh, I think Kane should just go. Like, I've heard some of the names that would be interested in in signing, and we'll be get onto that um, using that Kane money. But uh, I just don't like this whole narrative around um, Kane from the media. It's like, oh, he's leaving the Premier League to win a Bundesliga. Like, I think there's a lot more to it than that. Like, he has the opportunity to play in the Champions League, which Okay, like others on this pop will question how competitive he's looking to be. Uh, but I think the competitive side or wanna be competitive sides of him um were like that. Obviously, he's got zero chance of even competing in the Champions League with Spurs, so there's a decent chance with Bayern. He's been trying to um bring his brand forward as well, but he gets to play in a far less intense league as well. Like he's quite obviously deteriorating albeit quite slowly but his ankles aren't what they were and Spurs rely on him a lot um or did certainly did last season like Bayern don't need Kane to beat Word of Bremen at home so yeah I think it would be good for Kane to obviously play in the foreign less intense league to try and preserve his body to to play for longer play for longer for England as well um and yeah, he can always come back to the Premier League when he's like 32, 33 even and still break this Premier League record. So I, it'll baffle me if he doesn't actually make the move after obviously the decision being put on him by Levy. Just looking forward to more clarity now, to be honest. Yeah. Couldn't care less. Sell him. Like, what more, what more are we to do around here, bro? Man are saying, oh, Bayern wouldn't chase a player for this long if if he hadn't given the yes. Where's where's Walker? Huh? Wasn't Walker supposed to be in Bayern already? I heard he's staying in City. Like, shut up, man. Get rid of Kane, bro. I don't give a Do flag. You you were... Of course, uh, of course, Tobes has put the link in the private chat saying uh, Kane's increasingly likely to stay, though. Yeah, that would be very surprising. I want to. I want to come. <laughs> it wait, it seems like the lag. The lag was transferred yeah. from Brighton to wherever Davis. Honestly, Dave. Dave. Davis. Davis. He's on some turkey Wi-Fi right now, man. So. <laughs> lag of what? <laughs> he's not even that far away from me, you know. So it might be. It might yeah. be an area thing. But I guess so. So Owen, obviously you're. I think I actually agree with your point as well. In fact, I definitely agree with your point. I feel like there's no way Bayern Munich are chasing this guy all summer without some sort of assurance that he's he's basically said he will he will join them. And um, like Sai mentioned as well, Daniel Levy's kind of nasty putting the onus on Kane to the side. I wasn't going to talk on it. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> 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 right, Davis. 
Dave is like 10 years behind. Yeah, and you're right, though. The person that said he wasn't going to talk on it somehow spoke. What a surprise. I spoke. Yeah. And I'll speak again. <laughs> I'll speak again, Jerry. I'll speak again, Jerry. But yeah, no, I think, I think, I think it's, um, it's hilarious as well that like, oh, um, Harry Kane's the one that had to basically set a deadline for Bayern this week, right? Because Bayern have been faffing around all summer. They've wanted this guy and they've been making some bids that they knew Spurs weren't going to accept. So why is it taken on why is it taken this week for Harry Kane to basically say, if my future's not resolved this week, um, bang, then I'm I'm staying at Tottenham. Now finally they're mobilizing to gear and restructure the bid to, um in a way in which Spurs Spurs would accept. I think it's I think it's kind of nasty what Bayern have done this summer. But anyway, I think Harry Kane, I don't believe he's gonna sign the contract next summer. I don't. So because I don't think he's going to sign a ne- the contract next summer, Spurs definitely should be looking to sell Harry Kane for the for the highest price possible this summer. And like Owen said, I think he, if we're talking about just the Premier League record, what about the Premier League record? I think he can do both. I've always felt he can do both. I think he can do what he needs to do in Germany and come back to the Premier League and he can score. He can still score enough goals to break that record. Come back to the Definitely. Premier League to who? Whoever. I don't know. Spurs, I don't know. Whoever. The way you cried about Pochettino going to Chelsea. <laughs> I wasn't crying. Bro, I wasn't crying about Pochettino going to Chelsea. So I don't get, I don't get the point being made here. Listen, all of this, uh, he can go and come back and then he can. get the trophy and, you know, he can be there doing Alan Shearer. Big man, I couldn't give a flying crap. Yeah, it's either he stays and I'm still going to be vexed or he goes. And he has to turn up because if he doesn't turn up, if he doesn't even lead, not not get carried, by the way. Yeah, none of this all carried to trophies. If he doesn't lead Bayern Munich to a Champions League trophy, I'll be here, people. People, look at my eyes. I'll be here. I'll be the first one to tell you. I'll warn you, yeah? This is, I love what, da- listen, let me say this right now. Daniel Levy is a pussy on. If he sees me, it's straight GBH, yeah? But, what he's done right here is quintessential mm. nastiness, yeah. Because now he's let he's put it out there. If Kane says no, yeah, it comes right back to what people have been saying about him for a number of years now. That you, young Jared, you are a loser, yeah. When it's time, when it's repping time, you don't step up. He's put it on him. We've accepted the bid, according to Germany, by the way. This is not. This is not outside of Germany. Only in Germany has it been the case that we have accepted the bid. Nothing's come out from the club. So it's cool. We've accepted the bid. Cool. All I'm saying is, Kane, do the right thing. Do the right thing, Jerry. Accept it. Go to Germany. You don't need to take your family. It's a two-hour flight. You hear me? Go there, do small Dunkerchon, and then maybe you can come back in two years and make, make Tobias happy again, you know, so he can sing your name. You know, maybe you could do that. Yeah. If you come back acting like Gareth Bell, I'm going to see you, player. I'm going to see you because I'm there. I'm there weekly now. You hear me? I'll pay £80 just to get to the field, just to punch you up. So let me let this make this very clear. I don't give a flying crap what happens right now. All I care for is Spurs, not Harry Kane FC, not freaking Hot Ones. Tottenham Hotspurs, N17, baby. North London, a oh, bloody bomb, baby. Don't mean we have to say this again. Fucking get your crips up. 
the hell's out here, man? Move on to the next subject, man. What the hell is Brady telling me about 100 million? Get out of here, pussy. Yeah, this guy sounded like he does promos of Jimmy and Jay Uso, bro. I definitely do. <laughs> Down since day one. I think, I think I've fixed my uh, internet issues. So, yeah, my hairline is back. And oh, my, I'm back in 19... From 1923, I'm back in 2020. Um, so here we are. Um, Ohio, I don't know if you spoke on it whilst I was fixing the internet. What's, you know, <laughs> catch me up. What, yeah. what um, I think with me, like I said in the intro, like, I don't know if it's that I'm bored of the hurricane thing or I'm sure if someone finds the pod from, like, early inception, like, I've been resigned to hurricane leaving this club long, long time ago, like, you know, I'm, I'm not sure how young our youngest listener is. I know, like, my brother, for example, he went to school when Tottenham were actually competing. Like, he could dunk on Arsenal fans and, and United fans and such. Like, I grew up as a black man supporting Tottenham, having to watch Henri, Walter, Carnu, et cetera. It was, a very, it was a very dark time as a black man in North London. Like, I've seen, I've seen Sol Campbell leave. I've seen Berbatov leave. I've seen Modric leave. I've seen Bale leave. For me, I... I like, I think Carrick leaving probably hurt me quite a lot. And I know it's not exactly the same. Like Harry Kane is arguably far and away the best player we've ever had. But I'm on, I'm honestly just quite bored of it now. I'm just, okay, the biz been sector. My dog, go, man. Like, actually just go. Do you know what I mean? Because now I'm hearing all this, ah, oh, it's up to Kane to stay. I feel like it's not whether I would have respected him more or respected him less if he leaves or all this kind of stuff. But if he stays, I'll be a bit like, what are you really on? Because mm. if you stay, it's like, okay, I need you to come out and be like, nah, like, I'm staying, I'm signing this new contract, I'm retiring here. It's not even just about breaking the record. Like, I do not want to retire without, you know, winning the serious trophy for Spurs. If he comes out and says that, okay, cool. I can respect it. You've thrown the hammer down. Let's just move on from this and do our thing in it. Do you know what I'm saying? But as I, as I tweeted off the pod earlier, listen, everyone needs to prepare for this guy to stay, not sign the contract and dip, he has enough money to pay security for the rest of his life. And <laughs> the Tottenham fan base is not as bad as as the Liverpool fan base that scared Gerard into staying. Like that's first and foremost, isn't it? They're not that bad. Yeah, we've like, seen our protests. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I mean, they're only gonna do threads on exactly. Like I just, it's, it's one of them was like, and I think I was definitely in a place where. You know, whatever peas come in, like the narrative that I don't like, and I don't want to sound like I'm, you know, cussing anyone direct, but I think I saw a clip of Ricky Sachs on 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 Sky Sports saying, "Ah, oh, the hundred million, it, it 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 could be worthless compared to what we could get if we finish fourth. What have you seen that is going to make you confidently make us think we're going to finish fourth? Ah, uh, we'll get a hundred million if we finish fourth. Show, first of all, show me the balance sheet. First of all, that's the first thing." Secondly, I don't like all this art because what do you think the other teams are doing? Liverpool that are about to drop the bag on either Lavia or Caicedo. You think Liverpool are sleeping? You think Newcastle are sleeping? You think Chelsea are sleeping? Like Teams aren't just going to stand still and wait for us to amble across just because we got... How many times we got lucky finishing fourth? Do you know what I'm saying? But let me, let me centralise back to Harry Kane. I feel like, you know, Owen said, you know, you can't really... Uh, say uh, like the Bundesliga team doesn't really matter uh, you can't say it doesn't matter I think it's just a funny narrative from other other fans because I feel like everyone used to say it expecting Kane to potentially play for their club United fans used to say it thinking they could get him Chelsea fans used to say it thinking they could get him Arsenal fans used to say it thinking he'd go to City 
But now suddenly he's leaving the prem. Now it's ah, oh, that mm. that record though, like that's a. Uh, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and then I want to on on, on that point. My thing is, I, I want to ask people: What is Harry Kane winning trophies? What does that look like? What's the barometer? Because if he goes and wins three Bundesliga's in, in a row, give taking them to fourteen in a row. What what you now say? Where do you rank him? What does that do to your ranking? The ranking, the ranking doesn't move. The ranking doesn't move. If if people are being honest, if people are being brutally honest, yeah, what you're seeing with Harry Kane, and I'll I'll be fair to him, yeah, if Harry Kane done what Totti ended up doing in his career, I think Totti only got one Serie A, if I can Mm. remember. But if he ended up doing what Totti did in his career, nobody would nobody would insult him, especially if he done it at Spurs. Nobody. Yeah, they might rank him a bit higher, but they wouldn't insult him. You know what? What's gone against Harry Kane? The four finals in which Spurs haven't won anything. So people are like, "Oh, it's a joke thing." If he was somewhere else, he would have won something. Yeah, he probably might have. He might have. Yeah, all of this, he will, he will, he will, he will. God forbid he goes to Bayern, and they don't win the league the following season. Like God forbid that actually happens, because because these things can happen. Yeah, because if it does, what what next? Oh, they didn't win the league because they got Harry Kane? Is that the next narrative? And just my last last thing on Kane, just my last thing on Kane before we keep it ticking, like, I think, Yao, you, I was listening to your mini mini podcast earlier in in the chat when you were talking about um, Bayern's, like, recent (laughs) recent Champions League history. And it's like, well, obviously anyone can win Champions League at any time. Like, fucking what? Uh, I, I honestly believe the year Frank Lampard was Chelsea manager... The way the Champions League was moving, they might yeah, have they, yeah, something they, might could have they actually there. might have if Lampard stayed. Just the way that competition is sometimes. Bayern, the last three has been quarterfinals, got to a final in nineteen twenty, round of sixteen, semi-final, quarterfinal, semi-final, semi-final, semi-final. Like, and then okay, cool. I don't think Bayern are in a place to win the Champions League, especially the way City, City, City absolutely smashed them. Even winning the league, ah, boy. There's the root. The, the streets are saying Manuel Neuer might not play until back until yeah, mid yeah. 2024. There he's was, done, I think, done. there was a ski accident or something. Yeah, something he injured like himself. So he's done till next year. I'm looking at their defense. I'm obviously hold at Kim Minje. I'm looking at the midfield. Nothing is, nothing is really standing out to me. Where it's like, okay, you go by and are you really going to compete for the Champions League? For that? I don't know in it, but yeah, yeah, I'm just again the Kane thing. Just go. Get us our peas and Daniel Levy. Like, I don't really have faith in man, but at least I need to give you the hundred mil to see what you can do with it. At least. No, we've so, seen it before. We we we, know we, we have seen it before. He's, he's going to hey, well, with, with, with the Bayern thing though, with the Bayern thing though, they are going to compete for the Champions League because they they always do. They might not they might not beat maybe like a Man City or whatnot, but signing a player of Harry Kane's caliber brings them closer to competing. Right, this is a team that. How? When was the last time we've seen Bayern Munich exit exit the Champions League lower than quarterfinals? Define compete. Sorry, maybe maybe it's a case of where maybe we don't mean the same thing. As in, as in, in try and like close the gap on the teams that have knocked them out in in recent years. Uh, They can they can do that. They 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 Uh, can do that. Maybe listen. I'm not saying that Harry Kane is the only signing that can that can. That can bridge that gap, but it it, de- it can definitely get them closer, right? Okay, buying- it can get them, can get them closer. That's what, I'm saying, that's what I'm saying. They're, they're buying him for that reason. They're buying him okay. to be that's- one of the players that brings them closer to Champions okay. League glory. It, it and, brings them closer. 
this this now you, you can you can shrug your shoulders, but this now no, I'm, is, asking, I'm asking the question because they've had better teams and they didn't get closer. This is this you, is this is a how can you say they they've not got closer? They've been they've been in four Champions League finals in the last twelve years. In How the is last that not close years, enough? They've been in four Champions League finals. Yes, in the last twelve they years, did. they've been in four Champions League finals. They were in the Champions League final in 2010 against Inter Milan. They were in the Champions League final in 2012 against Chelsea. They were in the Champions yeah. League final in 2013 against Borussia Dortmund, and they were in the Champions yeah. League final 2020 against PSG. And in the so years 2020 before that, is the last time they made the final. Yeah, 2020 is the last time they made the final. Last so time they made the final. Before yeah. that, with the one of the best teams in Europe, they made it what three years in a row. What do you mean? The last time you three mentioned before, so they've done it like three yeah, out of yeah. four with, with one of the best they had at that time, the bet one of, if not arguably one of the top five teams in Europe during that time, correct? Okay. Yeah. And in the last few seasons, the last 10 years, if you want to look at it like that, the last 10 years, they've had arguably for five of those years, one of the top 10 teams in Europe. Last four years, it's a toss up because outside of their league, yeah. Yes, they will get out of the group stages because they're still a powerhouse, regardless. But once it gets to the last 16, last eights, when they're coming up against the Atleticos, the Real Madrid's, the Barcelona's, the Man City's, hell, the Man United, the Liverpool's, it's always a toss-up. It's always a toss-up. Now, what I'm saying is, that doesn't mean that they haven't or they're not trying to buy King to close that gap. You are right in saying that. But to believe that all of a sudden that tips the scales, it doesn't. I don't think anyone is saying it tips the skills. I'm saying that. Uh, that's what they're them... saying on, on Tottenham, Tottenham Twitter. I'm that's saying what they're that saying in... on, on, on other, on other no, Twitter no, no, accounts. My point is, my point is, is in, is in, my point is in, um, is in response to the, the talk that, oh, like going to buy Munich is, is a nothing move. I, I don't really subscribe to that. Leave, leave those fans to talk. They're gonna. That's, that's those it's fans not just fans, bro. I'm talking about like the likes of Owen, Carragher, Neville, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. The, the same people. Which, in which Owen? Years. Not not our Owen. Michael Owen. Michael Owen. The, the, that, the same that, people, that sent his daughter into people, Love Island. Get off the same me, people in years gone by who have been encouraging Harry Kane to to leave Spurs to go for more ambition, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Now and all then of a sudden, about to leave. And, all of and now all of a sudden, a, 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 a club with rich European history, one of the biggest clubs in the world, comes in for him with a big money offer. They're saying, no, stay, stay in, stay at Tottenham and get the record. Yeah, the record means something to Harry Kane. Absolutely. You know why? Because oh, from the beginning, these guys are pussyos. Yeah, this is <laughs> like, I don't understand. Like, I don't know what we're skating well, over. Like, we're, talking, we're talking about Michael Owen. These men, listen. We know, we know when we talk about like football, football has, you have your fans, yeah? And those fans will defend their team till, till kingdom come. Then you have the, the neutrals that will try and play, you know, both sides, a little bit of devil advocate. But essentially, for the most part, they try and sit in the, in the, on the fence. And then you have the haters or the ones that will just nitpick at every single thing. Oh, yeah, you don't need this. You don't need that. Blah, blah, blah. And then the moment it flips, they're the first one to be like, no, oh, no, no. You guys are this, you guys are that. Listen, Harry Kane started off as a one-season wonder. The question was, could he replicate it? He did. Then it became, after two seasons, oh, when he first busts up his ankle, Spurs can't cope without Harry Kane. Spurs coped completely fine without him. Yeah. Then it became, oh, what are Spurs going to do when a team like Man United come in for Kane? And Man United never got him. City, all of a sudden... We're looking at Kane. We didn't sell him. Like, 
everything that we've had to deal with as Spurs fans here is just purely nonsense to me because the bias against not just us, because Arsenal fans do this. They're like, oh, everyone's against us. VAR's against us. Jesus Christ is against us. It's nonsense. <laughs> the simple fact of the matter is we didn't want to sell to a Premier League team unless the, the number was crazy. The number wasn't going to be crazy. Fine. Bayern have come in. They said the bid is accepted. Cool. Let him go. Yeah? I don't care. Move on. The guy's in his 30s. How many more years has he got left at the top? Move on. We're going to have to move on anyway. We spent 60 million on a piece of bird shit. Yeah? We might as well let that kid try and fly and see if he can freaking make something of his life. Yeah? I ain't got time for all of this. It's a nonsense. If he goes to buy and he banks, well done. If he goes to buy and he doesn't bank, boy, trust me, I'll be here to be the first one to tell you, ah, well, it didn't go according to plan. That's life. I do, I do, I do think it's interesting that you mapped out his pathway to this point, though, because that, for me, is the biggest indicator that I get as an onlooker, and I'm no sports scientist or some psychologist or whatever it is. I just don't think he's, he's, he's really prepared to deal with that pressure. Being the, being the piece that is seen as like the cherry on the top for a team that aren't necessarily primed and ready to win the Champions League like a Man City were to win the Prem, right? It's still a different context. Like, he will win, but if your sole purpose for getting Harry Kane is to win the Champions League, you're banking on a person that has not shown up in four finals over the course of his career to show up in the big one to win the Champions League for Bayern Munich. Like, that's a big pressure, Couple that with the pressure of moving your family when you've got a kid on the way, or uh, am I going to have enough left in the tank to potentially go back to the Prem and get the record that I've spent my whole career trying to get? Like all of these things, I genuinely am looking at Harry Kane and I'm saying the same thing that we've been having dialogue about is the same thing that seems to be bubbling to the surface is that little bit of imposter syndrome. In, if, if I'm being totally honest, it's like Harry Kane's not bred to be one of the greatest players in the world, like like Haaland or Mbappe are. Like, he's not bred from that cloth. He wasn't built from that. He was, oh, how many loans have I been on? Can I establish myself as a stalwart in, in the Tottenham Hotspur team? He only got his opportunity based on our big sign and not banging. Like, so I think, I think there is a level of humility and also a little bit of self-doubt in this guy to say, am I ready to take that risk or am I just comfy and can I, can I play the sort of nice guy act until it yields results and that to me is the biggest thing as to why he has not left yet and I think that will continue until a Premier League club comes into him in for him next year when he's potentially on a free let's talk about bird dogs bird dogs make you look good they're stretched khaki shorts designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and leg giving you a truly sculpted look they fit better than regular shorts that are made of a stiff restricting cotton bird dogs fix this issue by inventing cloud knit fabric that looks just like khaki but stretches so you get a way slimmer fit without having to sacrifice movement bird dogs uses anti-stink sweat wicking fabric that keeps you cool and dry all day long so how do you get them? You go to birddogs.com forward slash pool and enter promo code pool for a free Yeti style tumbler with your order. That's birddogs.com forward slash pool for a free Yeti style tumbler. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you. Interesting, interesting, interesting. Whether he has the cojones to, to make that move, we shall probably find out in the next few hours or so. Um, <clears throat> it's, it's key that obviously with the game coming up on Sunday, um, 
obviously the club would want this to be um, sorted as, as soon as possible. And not necessarily the deal going through, but obviously to end all speculation, whatever, before we start um, our, our season properly against uh, Brentford. So we did have our last uh, pre-season game. I just want to speak on that quickly. I'll just do a quick whip round, um, guys, just to kind of get a chat on on the Barca game. Before I do that, we have 85 people tuning in. Um, guys, please do us a favour, hit the like, um, subscribe, follow us on all the socials, not only just at New Spurs Order, um, but also Touchline Fracker, and follow the whole community. Like I said, refreshingly honest opinion. Um, that's always been our brand. We don't need to um, beat our chest about it, but, you know, that's how we do. So, um, Barca. Guys, who wants to speak on it first? Maybe I'll come to Ohio. Did you? What was your thoughts on that? It was it was a B team, really, wasn't it? Um, yeah, did it you was really pay attention caught, to anything from that game? I caught a bit of it. I caught a bit of it. Um, I'd say the least surprising bits were again, Pedro Porro doesn't know how to defend back post. I thought I thought people were a little bit harsh on Vicario for some of the goals. Again, I'm not very confident in him whatsoever, but. I'm 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 in a I'm in a place of of course I'll I'll give him a chance because you know I don't want to see Hugo Lloris there, and um, we're obviously not going to get um, David Raya, um, so I, I literally have no choice but to give Vicario give Vicario a chance. Um, but we'll see. Not confident. People are calling him Italian Meslier. Um, I'd say I did enjoy like we are just nice to watch. Like I think that's my main thing. I think obviously we talk about A team and B team, and yes, it's preseason and. There's only so much you can read into preseason, but I feel like it might have been from the main touchline account where someone said, you know, what do you look for in preseason? And I feel like back in the day, it just it used to be a fitness exercise. It used to be, it didn't really matter. Like I know Rio came, Rio Ferdinand came out and said it literally probably like last week or the week before. It doesn't matter. I feel like nowadays it definitely does. Just in t- especially when you've got a new manager, when you've got even new players, returning players, you've got players who definitely need a different kind of manager to let them do their thing. Hota Ibasuma. Um, I'd say, yeah, it's just nice to actually enjoy watching us play and enjoy watching the fact yeah. that people that are considered B team players are actually playing a style that doesn't look too dissimilar when the A team guys are on. Because I feel like that was something really suffered with when we were in, you know, Conference League or playing the likes of, you know, Genk or whatever it was, where it was like, yeah, completely different um, scenario and different kind of pressure but it didn't really look like the B team guys knew what they were doing in terms of the game plan. Do you know what I'm saying? Whereas, you know, I, I know Tobes touched on it um, with Perisic sticking around. Like I think beginning of the t- beginning of the transfer window, all of us are like, yeah, Perisic, go get your, go get your, your last creation swung song. You can go home to the village. You know what I'm saying? Um, but now it's like, okay, the way we're playing, I'm perfectly fine with Reguilon, be- with Reguilon, sorry, with Perisic being, you know, forward option, um, just because of his technical quality on the ball. And he seemed to just enjoy the way we're playing a bit more. Like, I remember when I went to watch, um, I think I went to Old Trafford with my brother to watch us play United. And there was there's one moment I'll never forget. Perisic had about like a 40-yard diameter of space down the wing. And you could see he wanted to burn. And he, he saw Conte in his peripheral vision and he stopped. Because he was like, nope, automations, triangles, where's my next pass? Da-da-da-da. Whereas I'm sure Ange would just blast him and be like, what the fuck are you doing, mate? Run down the fucking wing. Do you know what I mean? Like, he'd like, it's just nice that we actually want to play some ball. I was loving, like, the under, like, Reguilon, he doesn't need to be in the I've had too much Aussie practice with rugby teammates, sorry. 
Um, but yeah, like Reguilon on one hand, I don't really want him anywhere near the squad. On the other hand, we don't really have a lot of left back options um, uh, behind behind Destiny because Sessignon's uh, hamstrings are made of paper mache. Unfortunately, obviously, hope he recovers in due time. And he stinks but as well. Don't forget that also, too. Also that. Um, I, yeah, I like, Reguilon's uh, hamstring might be in the same same bracket after what it happened. Might actually be in the same. He got uh, he got dunked on by that child. Um, <laughs> But yeah, no, it was it was it was. was, I wasn't paying too much attention, but from the times I was paying attention, like it was positive. Like we we do just want to attack, and obviously the last ten minutes was abysmal. But you know, I let someone else talk on that. Yeah, um, you mentioned about Vicario there. Yeah, you mentioned it. Obviously, you watched the whole game. Um, just specifically on on Vicario because you know we're now getting to the end of preseason. Well, we're at the end of preseason. We know what to expect from style of play. We've commented on that many times over the past few weeks. That that is set in stone. But if you were to highlight um, on, on our goalkeeper, who's going to be our number one going into the season, uh, what's your thoughts on Bicario? Obviously, ended up four two. Um, you know, thoughts on him now. Now, uh, obviously, who goes out of the way? Um, this is the guy that we've gone with. Yeah, no, I think Vicario, In terms of the preseason games that I've watched him in, and yes, there have been quite a number of goals that we have conceded. Um, I think he's getting dealt a bit of a harsh um, criticism over here because some of the goals, the West Ham game, for instance, the two goals, I mean, if, if he saves any of them, people would be like, oh, what a save. Like, so, you know, like the fact that it went in, you shouldn't really hold it against him, against uh, the, the, the team made of sailors. Again, that's bad defending. Like, what, what's he meant to do? Like, it's just... It's just harsh, you know, some of the, the criticism yeah. that he's receiving. Um, even the first goal for Barcelona, I'm like, listen, Lewandowski gets his shot off. The question is, you know, as a keeper, you save those, you don't. You know, we've seen many keepers in the Premier League not save those ones. There were some shots where I was like, ah, he could have done better, especially in that Barcelona game. Where I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, he could have done better. But when you look at the four goals that we conceded, you're like, what chance did he have? <laughs> Legitimately, it's like the ones that you think mm, he could have done better 50 50. The ones where there were a few shots, especially against Shakhtar, there was one one shot where I think they'd broken into the box lace, it was going top corner and yeah, quick reflexes tipped it over the bar. Same against um, uh, Barcelona, quick reflexes tipped it over the bar, and he seems comfortable with the ball at his feet. It's not, you know, there's no problems. You know, he turns around, you know, gives the ball off. There was one pass he gave to Pesuma. Pesuma, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gave the ball to Pesuma. I was like, ah, you know, I was panicking. But Pesuma just done, you know, he just threw, threw the juju over there. So certain men were looking over there. They didn't see it. And he was off, yeah? So I'm cool with, with Vicario. I don't have a problem with it. He's going to need time to settle in. But I'm actually, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to giving, giving the young lad a chance. Because there's no way, there is no way on God's green earth I will accept a man that is clearly an alcoholic playing football for us any anymore. Like, it's done. Yeah, I don't think we'll see him again. Um, the, uh, the Vicario piece is interesting, though, because I think I think for, for younger keepers especially, the thing that they have to develop quite early on is the communication with their back line. Being able to direct more senior players in some regards, where to be, where to go, see danger before it arrives and having the confidence to call people out when they don't track their men. And... So far over preseason, I've seen a lot of tantrums, but I've not really seen any sort of directions from the back 
And that that goes that goes for everybody back there. To be perfectly honest, like Romero doesn't do it because he just plays by himself. Uh, Dyer can't do it anymore because he's just been shocking for the last few months. Davinson Sanchez is too busy trying to do recovery runs every 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 time the opposition have the ball, and none of our fullbacks outside of Emerson even know what defending is. So fucking hell, like Vicario is going to have to mature pretty quickly, yeah. and I'm hoping that. Maybe maybe a season, a season is all it takes for him to establish himself as like the guy who provides a stability, the stability in that back line. Yeah, he, he kind of reminds me of a young De Gea in the sense that he came in and he had certain attributes that you can tell were were settled. You know, his shot stopping, in, you know, especially from distance. Um, you know, he's got very good reactions, but I do feel like maybe under set pieces he may struggle. Um, just you know the way the prem is, you know, they they'll target that. Um, to see what he's made of. Um, Tobes, just just quickly, I just want to, last thing on the Barca game, uh, but just also general pre-season, um, Yves Saint-Basuma, um, he's now got their number eight back from uh, mm. Wings, who's obviously gone off to the Championship. Um, I'm not going to make any jokes about that. But um, what's your thought? Because it, it really is, you know, we've talked so much about midfield options over the, since, you know, Ericsson there, since, you know, not talking about his own profile, but just, how we just don't have enough in the midfield to to adapt to different situations that we find ourselves in. Um, what's your thoughts now, having seen Basuma really stake his claim, not only on the pitch, but off the pitch? Um, Saar was talking today about how when he first moved to the country, he was by himself and, and Basuma was inviting him over, they were watching film, all that kind of stuff. There's a bit of a mentorship coming there, um, you know, uncle and, you know, all that stuff with, with Ange. Thoughts on Basuma and how key do you think he'll be for us moving into the season? I think he'll be very key, man. And to, truth be told, he he was meant to be key for us last season. Um, of course, he had he did have his his fair share of poor performances last season. But last season, it was always the opinion that the guy was badly mismanaged, man. Um, you had several weeks into the start of the season where the guy wasn't even getting a sniff. Conte telling us he wasn't ready, he wasn't ready, he needs to adapt to new tactics. And there's so there's only so many times you can hear that before you start saying, yo, like, this is waffle. Like, this is the same, you're telling us this, this midfielder that embarrassed Spurs twice from an individual perspective in the space of, in the space of like four or five months, needs, needs adapting, needs serious adapting. Like, I understand the coach wants to, a coach has his own way of playing, but it just didn't make sense when guys guys that were inferior to Basuma are starting ahead of him. And even when their form's starting to dip, you're still not giving this guy a run. Like, I think what has really changed for Basuma this season isn't isn't anything to do with his quality. Like, what he's doing now, he's always been able to do. He's in preseason. He's always been able to protect the ball really well. He's one of the best midfielders in the league when it comes to protecting the ball, very press resistant, can dribble with the ball as well. And defensively, I mean, again, we know what he's about defensively. He put a muzzle on Harry Kane um, just, what, like 12 months, 12 months ago when um, when they came to our ground and beat us uh, 1-0. So what he's doing now is not anything new. Like, he's been doing this for the last couple of years for Brighton. The only difference is he's actually got belief uh, from the manager that like he is good enough and he can play and be a, a key cog for Spurs. Like when you hear the way Ange Postacoglu speaks about Basuma, it's a complete opposite to Conte. 
Conte's method of managing Basuma is basically saying how he's struggling to adapt to your ideas, whereas Angers is, this guy's important. I want to make this guy the centerpiece of our midfield. So mm-hmm. we need to make sure that we do everything in our power to actually make make this guy uh, make this guy the guy for Tottenham. And you can tell that he's responded positively to that. The stuff with Papi Matasar, again, didn't need to be said because he looks like a vibey guy. Like, let's be real. Like, he seems like a jovial guy, like someone who actually wants to have fun. You need a little bit of that in in uh, in the in the dressing room. So. Um, all of this stuff from last season as well. That's why it it, it went in one ear and, and, and went out the other. All of this stuff, all of the rubbish about oh how oh he's struggling to adapt to 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 new expectations. He he can't handle the the pressure of playing for Tottenham. All of, all of this rubbish. It just it's BS, man. It's 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 utter BS. He was all this guy's always been a good player. Always been a good player. Has uh, Conte found a new club since his uh, crimes that he's committed? As of last season, I, I, I haven't seen any update on, on Conte's career. I hope he remains unemployed. Flipping fraud. How dare he? I, I can't believe you, you even celebrated that guy coming to our club. Hey, Tobias, you're my brother, you know. Never do that again. You know what I'm saying, people? We've now got a postman at the helm. I hope he delivers. That's what I mean. It's all good. We, we don't even know who Antonio is anymore. We've even got Tobe saying that Angie's his manager now. So... Yeah, I'm, I'm a bit worried. All that proper thought didn't win him over. He's got Australia top now and all sorts. It's crazy. Yeah, bro. <laughs> That's glory. Good eye, mate. Good eye, mate. Fancy a shrimp for the barbie. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, my gosh. They, they oh, are God. going to kill you in Australia. <laughs> 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 They're going to you. They got yeah, spiders man, I, the size of humans, bro. Be careful. I'm at, I'm all I'm all money in with Andrew, man. Fuck it, man. Fuck it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you've um, been all money in with all of our managers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> apart from Nuno, apart from Nuno yeah. and mates rates and, yeah, and Jose yeah, Mourinho. Nuno, mates rates and Jose. Ugh, I didn't want any of that. That's where Villa happened while Jose was at their home. That was all money huh? in, brother. That was all money nah, in. Man. Nah, man. Well, y'all know, I hate y'all know secretly. I hated well, that criminal man. Well, I did. Have to check the tapes, check the tapes. Right. Um, it wasn't the only preseason game we had. We also played Shakhtar at the weekend as well. Uh, many of the pod were in attendance um, to see um, what some people may say is um, Harry Kane's last uh, four goals in, in, in Spurs colours. So we won 5 1. Um, Harry Kane with four goals. Uh, Dane Scarlett uh, popping up at the end with a very well-taken left-footed finish, um, showing us that he may be ready to compete with um, uh, Richie Ladd um, in terms of getting some sort of minutes. Um, we were there, some of us were there, um, but also another um, individual was there, Mickey van der Ven, uh, taking in the sights of N17 uh, 24 hours before he did his medical. Um, Owen, what's your thoughts? We finally have a left-sided centre-back. I want you to speak on it, please, brother. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm just happy we finally got the business done. It was, um, it was just a frustrating thing, like, over the course of the tour, like, it just sounded like Levy hadn't put any kind of priority into any kind of outgoings or incomings, even though this was a player which we have been publicly chasing for a while. So it was just good to get that over the line. Good profile. I still think he's got a lot of work to do to kind of be a solid defender. But um, obviously, seeing some of the highlights of the Barcelona game, we 
we're definitely looking like we were just crying out for a defender that could just cover ground quite quickly. Like it was quite easy to play, um, just play through us just by running off, running off first centre backs. Late. I mean, yeah, they might have been tired, but I mean, um, just someone who's also very competent on the ball and can find certain passing angles just by virtue of having a left foot. Great. Good profile, quick across the ground, great. Will he be able to hit the ground running? I'm not sure, but it's it's positive, man. It's still an upgrade, so I, I'm I'm very content. Yeah, I mean, you know, like I said, just just having someone come, you know, uh, come into the, that defense is going to hopefully improve it. Sai, what's your thoughts? Um, I know you you often take a little bit longer to proclaim players as the answer to, to our, our issues. Um, what's your thoughts now? I don't know what you've seen, what you've watched. Obviously, there's a few training videos coming out, you know. Yeah, I, I reserve judgment before I see at least like between five and ten games. You can usually get like a gist of defensive qualities more so after a little bit of a sample size. And not the obvious stuff. Every time, Every time a goal goes in and a defender is in frame, people always blame them for the goal. Not going to be doing any of that bullshit but what I do need to see is I need to see how how combative he can be how well he can sort of uh, cover for his partner especially with Romero being quite rash at times and leaving his position we need to see what his recovery is like in no situations as opposed to missed fluffed set pieces where the whole team is retreating 80 90 yards back to goal like that stuff doesn't impress me I want to see how he controls defensive situations as opposed to just reacts to them. So um, it'll be interesting because, again, I, I'd, I'd, I'd say he, on paper, fits the profile. Like, we need someone on the left-hand side for balance. That in itself is a positive. He's quite tall. Apparently, he's decent in the air. He's obviously known to be pretty fast. But, yeah, I need, I need to see how he deals with... Uh, some of the nippier players in terms of in, in, in close proximity and some of the more burly ones uh, when the game gets a bit more physical and then then I'll have all of the uh, judgment. But uh, before you move on, don't let tap out Tobes uh, speak on defenders. Not 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 listening to that anymore. <laughs> this is what I'm talking about. This is what I'm talking about. Listen, I've said this to people before. Tobias is our brother. None of you men can come and attack Tobias. Only we can attack Tobias. And Tobias, I'm telling you right now. Because I'm not on the Emerson, the Emerson train. Oh, my God. Oh, Emerson. Emerson. Hey, listen, listen, listen. The best defender ever. Oh, Emerson. Everyone that you've liked in the last four seasons have they failed you? They've crumbled no, your hands. Conte, Hoybjerg, Richarlison, stinkers. Those three picks <laughs> here, everything that you put on the market is gone. Kaput, it's, it's farted all over you. Yeah, right, cool. It's fine. We're now building you back up slowly. Peace. Yeah. By peace, Jerry. Cool. Yeah. Don't I'm worry. Just gonna, you know what? I'm just going to, from now on, I'm just going to keep my mouth shut with Emerson. Please. And I'm just going to. I'm just no, 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 no. I need the apology. I need the apology. No, 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 no. no. I'm going to keep my mouth out of it. Loud apologize as to disrespect. Apologize to no, no, no. I apologize to you. Redeemable qualities. Redeemable qualities. Wait, wait, wait. 
when, right, when I gave Delhi Ali all this grief, yeah, all I came out and I apologized to Delhi Ali. You have comparison. Dave. How dare he? How dare he try to compare you? Bashing Delhi. Oh Lord. Yeah, you cussed out that man's family tree. We just gave Emerson a new nickname. Right. What? Wait, 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 wait. Let's run it back. Let's run it back. Did I cuss his whole family tree? Pretty much. Might as well. His I father. said he had to apologize to his dad. I didn't know what his dad did. Yeah. <laughs> so now I said, now, now I've said that uncle has to apologize to him. All I'm saying is this: I've given Delhi Ali a quintessential apology, and Delhi, I'm saying from the bottom of my heart that I do mean every word of my apology. Your father's an absolute fascio, and you need to do everything he needs to do <laughs> to make sure you can go far in life. But Tobias, you need to apologize to a young man from Brazil by the name of Emerson. He's not from Brazil. He's not from Brazil. Because you have said some real nasty stuff about he's his not Brazilian. Wait, is Pidman from Brazil then? No, he's Bolivian, like Jackson. Right, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. had to think yeah, about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 Before you, before you had me. Yeah, yeah. I saw that. Jigga, jigga. Okay, Do I want to? Do I want to do that? Don't worry. Call it easy. Yeah, Tobes, you agree. Yeah, got rid of. We're getting rid of Hoybeard as well. He's got some. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. All the all of them that are stated, right? Right. All right. Cool. Over to Ohio. <laughs> yeah, on, on the on the subject of obviously incoming, so the random event is in the building. Um, like you said, we don't we, we're not gonna call him VDV just yet. He doesn't he hasn't earned that moniker. Um so Mickey it is. Um he's in the building. Um obviously there's always been talk about will we go for a second um centre back? Um and there's other rumors that have been floating around. But uh, hey, I want to come to you on this one. Um in terms of outgoings, if you had to pick three players that you definitively want to see gone, right, in the next, what, 10 days or so, um, or 20 days, um, who are those three for you? Three players I definitively want gone. Because I have to factor a lot of stuff in. Because obviously, like, yeah, I, wouldn't, I would like Eric Dyer to go, but I appreciate, like... Do the out, do the outgoings mean incomings are, are rolling as well? Like just in an ideal situation, or yeah, kind of, yeah, I guess it, so. It does, it does for us, but obviously, don't okay. be my ideal free to go. I'd say as long as it's not to Russia, Davinson Sanchez is my first one. <laughs> um, I'd say my next one would be I want to say Alfie Devine on loan. A good loan for him, and my third one is Harry Kane. I can't lie, get him gone and get the peas, man. I don't think those are. I don't think those are the three people expected me to say. Um, Sanchez is more for his own good. Dyer, listen, man, just let the guy go on a free next year, man. It's, it's whatever at this point. But yeah, I'd say those those are my main three that need to go for very different reasons. Obviously, like again, I've been. Everyone knows I've been Alfie Divine Camp since literally the day he signed. Um, and I genuinely think, like, he he is our future. So, like, he his career needs to be handled, like, really, really well. Um, you know, I know that we had a whole beef about Jed Spence the other day and whether his career was handled well or not. And I know, I know Sa's loading up. Look at him grin, grinning like a grinning man. I know he's waiting. He's got he's got the Glock loaded pause. Um, but, yeah, I'd say those are my main three. Like, Sanchez, yeah, like... Sanchez, when he first came through, was decent. 
Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I think it was a culmination of, you know, he wasn't as good as people wanted him to be, plus confidence as well. I feel like people underestimate how much confidence actually affects players. Do you know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, and he, and he did look, you know, fairly technically secure against Barca the other day when, when we were playing out about that. To be fair, there were a few times that Sanchez filled in towards the back end of um, not last season, but season before, where we were comfortably playing out the back with him and Emerson there. Like, it's not outside of their ability that they've now suddenly downloaded the iOS pack to do because you've got Ange in um, at the helm. But I just feel like, yeah, like, for, for whatever our targets are going to be for the next, like, two years at least, like, someone like Sanchez can't be there. Divine needs to go somewhere, be a bit more competitive on a more week-to-week basis. I just don't think the minutes are there for Divine. I'd say if we didn't have Saar, keep him. Definitely, I genuinely think Divine is like ready to get, you know, 10 Prem starts here and there, play all the cup games, you know what I'm saying? Contru- yeah, I said it. I said it. I'm, I'm putting it. Yeah, okay. Mainly because I'll never forget, there was a time when I, knew, I can find a tweet where someone was like, oh, who's, who's your each team star boys? And we put a picture out of Alfie Divine and Dane Scarlett and the cooking we received. People said we were claiming man from Peterborough and all this kind of stuff and saying we were putting out J- JD Sports models as star boys and this. So, yeah, those, those are my main three. I see, I see, I see. Guys, um, like I said, there's, there's quite a few of you in the chat, 86 at the moment. Uh, we do appreciate that support. Like I said, uh, hit the likes and <clears throat> uh, subscribe. Make sure that you are following us on all the socials. I'm going to extend the question to you guys in the chat. Um, please, you know, if you have three... Um, individuals that you wanted to see uh, let go from the club in the next 20 days or so, please put it in the chat. We'll circle back to it after we preview uh, the Brentford game. Um, and you can't include that, Harry Kane. Say it again? Can't include Harry Kane. It's too easy. <laughs> it's too easy. Um, so, Owen, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring you in. Uh, Brentford, Sunday, we kick off the um, Premier League season away at Brentford, I think, Four of our first five are away from home. Um, so Ange gets to take um, this 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 new Spurs um, on on the road. Um, what's your thoughts? What you know before before that game was? What are you thinking? They haven't seen preseason. You know, you've heard all the chat about our system, our shot creation. Going away to Brentford, not an easy place to go. Um, new managers don't always do well over there. Um, we saw Ten Hag get slapped up four uh, nil. Um, I think it was last year. What's your thoughts? Yeah, it's going to be interesting. I think um, I've heard little whispers that Brentford are trying to be more progressive this season. So they are definitely going to uh, try and make it um, a 50-50 game. I don't think they're going to be as pragmatic as they have been against, like with previous meetings against us. Um it's, it's been interesting to see what this kind of A versus B team kind of dynamic we've had in preseason is because Ange claims to not have an A and B team when we clearly, like, we can see he does. Um, and I can clearly see who I want at right back for a start. Like, I thought, obviously, we played them in the last game of the season and then they got um, down, down the sides very, very easily and... I cannot see either Poro or Regulon being able to deal with him, Buemo or, or Wasta like that. So, so definitely starting Emerson. Um, Romero, I'd risk Van der Ven purely because I'm very scared for Ben Davis, uh, left centre-back. Um, I don't think Dyer is up to speed at all. 
I'm not so sure Sanchez can play on the left of um, left side centre back either. So, okay, yeah. Even though Mickey Van der Ven's um, very well centre back, he's only played 38 games for Wolfsburg. Even, and we only signed him a few days ago. I'd still risk that just to kind of make up the time we should have had with him in pre-season by venture just wrapping the deal up a bit quicker. Um, let's see, Doggy would have to be left back. Bissouma. Obviously six, and then it goes up in the air with the centre midfield positions. But for me, it's got to be Saar and Madison. Madison number ten for for more clarity. And um, yeah, I'd have to say risking uh, Son, even though he doesn't seem quite up to speed. Richarlison would probably have to start, and then uh, Kulisevsky, who's starting to look really sharp. Um, I'm confident in him starting in there. We've got um, some decent options off the bench if we decide to uh, go for it and get another goal. Like Lacelso's looks sharp, Perisic just looks sharp. Um, they would obviously be the first off. I'm not predicting a decent result, uh, however. I think there'll be goals. Uh, I think it'll be a 2 2 draw, all in all. Tobes, what, what about you? Um, <clears throat> Brentford, what's your that feeling in terms of how this game might go. Yeah, I'm I'm with Owen as well. I've actually gone for a 2-2 draw, just simply because we always find it tough to play at Brentford. But then again, I can say that the last two times we've played Brentford, we went there with, we went there playing a different style to the style that we're going to play this Sunday. Um, and then also they've got no... They've got no Tony as well, so that's a big boost for us. But again, they had no Tony back in the last season and they <laughs> they dealt with Spurs um, at our ground. So, um, yeah, it's one of those grounds where I'm cautious, right? I feel like we do have enough to go there and get a result. Like, it wouldn't surprise me if Tottenham won that game. But at the same time, um, I'm just wary um, of... I'm just wary of, of the vulnerabilities that we still have as a unit, right? So early days for Ange, I'm not expecting I'm not expecting things to sort of take flight straight away. So I feel like 2-2 two, two is 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 a safe result. Um yeah. Yeah. Sorry, we, we, we conceded quite a lot in the first 20 minutes of, of pre-season games. Um it's almost like our defenders don't start playing until 25 minutes in um as a unit. That is, um, does bringing in Van der Ven change that kind of susceptibility that we have to you, or, or is it going to be a work in progress for like some five to ten games? I think I think it will be a work in progress. I think uh, me personally, I wouldn't throw in your new shiny defender into the first game of the season away from home. I think it's a little bit too much pressure to get up to speed with especially a leaky defence already. Um, Sanchez looked like he was playing for his life as well in the last game. So I, I'd probably say that he's done enough to get himself a, a, a game. Um, but yeah, to, to be honest, on, on the Brentford game, I think I've seen some nasty takes, like some hot dog flavoured water type takes from chocolate covered starfish and stuff. And I just look at that and I'm like, eh, we're probably finishing ninth. So who cares? Like... <laughs> This is one of them games that you lose. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, shit. Now. That took me a minute, but well done. Mm. But no, in, in all seriousness, we should have enough to, to get a result against Brentford. 
Um, it's obviously a new style of football, so things are going to be a little bit rocky. But providing we just hit the hallmarks of what's expected of the team, the inverted wing, uh, the inverted fullbacks, and a little bit more of a tempo and a pace to our play, we're going to score goals this season, right? And if Harry Kane is still there, then he's definitely going to bag. Um, but yeah, man, like this, this, this game is is deep into the unknown because they're making a little bit of a, a stride forward. And we're obviously very much starting from scratch. So we'll see how it goes. And Dave dipped out. <laughs> he ran away. He ran away. He ran away. Tobes, what's your, what's, your, what's your Brentford thing saying? What do you mean? In terms of like, how do you think we're going to get on? Because I personally, like, I don't really think beyond, I'm not thinking much beyond like score predictions. I've not really watched too much of Brentford in preseason. They did have that one game that was like a little summer series thing they had going against. Was it against Brighton, was it? Was that who it yeah. was against? And they looked, yeah. and they looked quite nice. Um, I don't, I'm not reading too much into them not having Tony. I think they're still going to be quite dangerous with the likes of... Um, um, I'm, I'm not going to underrate the likes of Waymo and them and there. Um, I'm also... I'm very interested to see their new keeper because they had him he, They had him ready, locked and loaded like before... The, like before any bids went in for Raya. So like, I think it would just be quite mm-hmm. dumb to underestimate us, underestimate Brentford. Um, and just, I know we're not necessarily doing like scores on the doors now, but I honestly, I'm, I think it would be a score draw, to be honest. A little 2-2 vibe. Yeah, it's, the, it's their first home game of the season, man. So you know that they're going to have their, they're going to have their tails up, et cetera, et cetera, right? So I don't know, man. Um, yeah, I feel like a draw... A draw is reasonable. Um, but again, I can see any result here. I can see Spurs going there and losing, and I can see Spurs going there and winning. All I know for sure is whatever result we get at Brentford, it won't define our season. It really won't, right? Um, we've got a left-sided centre-back who who was only signed, what, like yesterday, confirmed yesterday, has had no pre-season minutes. He's someone who's meant to be part of our core back line this upcoming season. That's um, he, he has had pre-season minutes with Wolves, but he just hasn't. No, I'm saying for Spurs. He hasn't had pre-season minutes for Spurs, right? So yeah, I'm not even not saying that he's not, Yeah, I'm not even saying that he's not fit per se, but I'm just saying he's not really played with us, right? So yeah. even if he was to play on the weekend and, oh, um, something happens, like, I'm not going to use that as like a, oh, my God, this defender is da 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 It's like, bro, it's his first game for Spurs. So I just don't, I don't want fans to... To cling on to this game as like a as like a huge um, sign of things to come, I, I I really don't think it's that. Like the, there's so many twists and turns this season. Yeah, who starts in midfield for you? That's the easiest question you could ask me about. It's Basuma. It's a toss up between Saar and Skip. Really, um, me personally, I'd go for Saar. Um, I was about to say, he says it's the easiest question. It was easy. 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 You know, Loso some props. Stop. Stop it. Don't call him Loso. No. No. No, 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 no. We have to put a ban on this. I'm sorry. No. Wait, wait. Stop calling this guy Loso. No. The nickname is Loso No no. You will not call him Loso. So that's actually the full nickname. It's Loso No Fab. He ain't fabulous. Yeah. So, so like I said, 
I don't I like it. I, me, me personally, I'd go with Basuma at the six. Saw left side. Madison right side. Skip off the bench. I think it'd be the other way. I think isn't Madison's been playing on the left. Has he been playing on the left? I thought he started yeah, he on the left. Yeah, yeah. Flip it around, that's cool with me. And then obviously Benton has, you know, he, I've seen training picks, you know, he's running, you know what I'm saying? He said he's gonna be back early October, just in time for Survivor Series. That's what I'm talking about, bro. Right? His brother has come. Hey, listen, when Ben returns, I'm gonna be talking reckless, yeah, because that midfield moving like anger. Basuma, I I can't believe I can't, listen. All right. Let me let me let me sit back for a second and say what I'm going to say. Antonio Conte, you're a bastard. Yeah, <laughs> nothing. <Depended> no, <laughs> nothing, nothing of what I've seen in preseason can actually help me understand how you had the audacity to tell us Hoybjerg was a better fit for your dead-out system than Basuma, yeah? Nah, that's unforgivable, yeah? Absolutely unforgivable. I cannot wait for our, our full midfield to be foot, like fully fit because I just think, yeah, they're going to be moving wicked and bad, super wicked and bad, and I'm, I can't wait for it. Wicked and bad. <laughs> so there you have it, guys. Uh, potentially the last... Um, last part of the Kane era. We'll find out probably by the time we put this out on, on Saturday morning. Um, like I said, guys, make sure you are following us on all our socials. Thank you for tuning in. We've had about 70-odd, 80-odd of you guys um, in the chat contributing. Thank you for everything that you guys have been um, putting forward. Um, some good points raised there. Um, let's see what happens. Um, Ange has got his, his team ticking over, the A team and the B team. Uh, Brentford away to start off, May United second, and then we move on into the rest of the season. Um, follow us, like I said, on all socials. This has been the New Spurs order, refreshingly honest. We're signing out right now. Uh, peace. And belted into the net, brilliant goal! On debut, Tungay Ondombele has scored the equaliser for Spurs. Lucas Moura clips it. Oh, great goal! Stephen Bergwijn has arrived in North London! That is absolutely incredible on debut! Oh yeah! Sports Social Podcast Network.